0: Known as the Female Mind, you are now entering the Fangirl Zone.
1: Welcome to episode 22 of Sci-Fi Talk on the Fangirl Zone, a podcast where we discuss shows on the Sci-Fi Channel. I'm Steve.
0: And I'm Sean Fangirl and tonight we will be discussing episodes three and four of The Hunters. So, I know we were kind of iffy when we talked about the first two episodes. Yeah. So, how do you feel now?
1: A little more intrigued.
0: Okay. I am, by the end of episode four, I have really, I think, gotten on board wanting to see this more. Right. I'm still not necessarily like, oh, oh, I have to watch it immediately.
1: Yeah, it hasn't completely hooked me in yet either.
0: But I am more on board with wanting to watch it because now I feel like the story is starting to really come together. And so this is what I'm hoping happens even more, like more pieces fall into it where it, it really gets you more. Right. So I haven't g- given up yet.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I know after the first two episodes, both of us were kind of like, eh.
1: mm, Yeah. Um, and the reviews of it that I've been able to pull up have been, Nah, they're bailing quickly. Really? <laughs> yeah.
0: I unfortunately don't think they are going to get another season for this because of the reviews that have been bad. Because well, people like you and I, who have been super excited about everything coming from sci-fi and this being kind of slow. Right. I don't know. I guess we'll see where they go with it. It, For all we know, you know, next episode, we're going to be like, holy cow, we're totally blown away. Right. So, let's.
1: Yeah, it's still very possible.
0: Yeah, let's hope for for the best. All right. All right, let's jump in episode three. Take it away, Steve.
1: All right, Maid of Orleans. The ETU tracks the hunters to a drug compound deep in the Colombian jungle where they face off against a new and dangerous threat. Flynn must learn to trust his partner, Reagan, as she confronts her own past.
0: I like that we got backstory.
1: Yes, it was nice to... Finally get something on Reagan.
0: Yeah. So I still thought it was a little strange that we didn't see her mom, although.
1: Yeah, that was a question that I saw raised more than once.
0: (laughs) But, I mean, she was there because we would. We heard her. Yes. Screaming. But, yes, we heard her. And her father explained everything to her when Reagan accidentally, accidentally on purpose. Yeah. (laughs) a little girl. Which I thought that was strange. I didn't understand what was happening. This was my my thought. So let me let me give the little synopsis. The situation: Reagan's a little girl. Other little girls in the neighborhood are skipping rope, but the, every time the rope hits the ground, it sounds almost like a whip, and it's hurting Reagan's ears. Right. And she's getting a little flustered, and she asks them to stop, and they're like, "Whatever, you're weird." And so she goes and she pushes the girl. And then her dad comes out, and the girl's bleeding from her head. Now, at this point, I don't know if she's just hurt, kind of, you know, because head wounds bleed a lot. Right. Or if Regan, like, really hurt her and almost killed her.
1: I don't think so.
0: Okay. Because I was thinking that what it was happening was, like, let me see, going back to, like, Superman. You know, how when he was starting to get, like, his powers, like suddenly things would be all kind of out of whack. And I'm assuming it's kind of like puberty's hitting or whatever it is with her race. Right. And things are kind of getting out of whack, and she has to try to learn to control it. Right. That's what I assumed happened. Is that mm-hmm. pretty much what you got? Yep. Okay.
1: Yep. This was her first feeling of needing to attack.
0: Okay. And, well, she Coming did. Age, but...
1: I guess, yeah. if you want to call it that.
0: I wonder, too, I mean, if that's something, like, at a certain age in their species, they do kind of have hormones or instincts take over. hmm I mean, I guess that's everything, right? Every species everywhere. Right. So it's not too strange. Now that I talk it out, it's not strange. Right. In the moment, I was like, what is going on? Well,
1: yeah. <laughs>
0: Damn it. This is going to be one of those shows you got to think about, and then it makes sense after the fact. Right. That was like two weeks ago, but now it's making sense to
1: me. Yeah, and and that was actually something that Flynn questions Reagan about. And she, you know, says, yes, she has difficulty with impulse control, Mm -hmm. sexual urges, hunger, rage. They're all bigger with hunters.
0: Okay, so that's kind of strange, but I guess that, you know, we don't know. Right. I mean, if you were able to talk to, you know, a a lion, you know, what would they tell you about their instincts? Right. I guess we'll we'll see more, I hope. Yeah. But Reagan's dad does try to explain to her, you know, it's okay. It was an accident. You didn't mean to hurt her, but we're different. And he was all cool and nonchalant about it, just like cutting his hand. It's like, this (laughs) is what we are inside. Because she didn't want to see it. No. Which, again, I was questioning why. Is it the blood that she thinks is coming that's kind, right. of, kind of freaked yeah. out?
1: I mean, at this point in time in her life, she thinks she's a normal little human girl. So, yeah, you don't want to see your father cut or, cut his <laughs> hand open. No. So, yeah, it's quite an awakening for her to be shown that she's different.
0: Yeah. But, again, I mean, we're getting that it's both parents, but we're not seeing mom. Right. And her dad yeah he was just all cool about it but from what we we learned because there is another flashback later when Regan Regan Reagan, sorry is older and her dad seems to have been hiding them out. So do we think her mother I mean I'm assuming her mother was a hunter then?
1: I'm assuming so yes.
0: Okay. I mean I was guessing by the screen because we flash forward into the past yeah yeah wow we're doing this again anyway <laughs> uh, and reagan is getting high and she hears screaming but she doesn't think anything of it i'm like how are you not you know kind of freaking out right and her dad breaks down her door after she goes to hide in her closet and she's like it's just weed dad you don't need to freak out <laughs> and he's like you need to run and he's like Like, he had a bug-out bag for her. Right. Gives it to her, and he's like, you need to run, you need to trust your instincts, go. And then that's that's the time, because she's questioning, you know, what's going on, who's here, where's mom? And that's when we hear her mother scream. And all the windows break. Right. And all the glass breaks. I'm like, oh, God, what is going on? (laughs) This is weird stuff. And after that happens, and she basically runs out the window we're assuming at that point that her father is killed because then you just see one of
1: the I, hooded ones, shall yeah. we call them, <laughs>
0: like looking out the window. Right. And she takes off running. So she was smart enough to keep moving and not one of those, you know, kind of stupid damsel in distress standing there going, what do I do?
1: Right. And her instincts do take over as she runs into the forest and wakes up the next morning. And what is it with sci-fi and bunnies? <laughs> <laughs>
0: I thought the same thing. I'm like, seriously, sci-fi? You're messing with me with these flashes forward and back and then with bunnies. I, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> these writers must get in the room. Listen, what, how can we screw with people the most? Right. <laughs> and let's throw a bunny in. Oh, I mean, Reagan does say that it's instinctual and they like to hunt the, the rabbits. So right. apparently it comes from... Personal knowledge. Yeah. And then they flash, to, uh, uh, there's so much happening with her.
1: Right. Jump ahead in another five or six years and we see the uh, sexual urges. <laughs> well, yes and no. Right.
0: Because it seemed to be a means to an end for her. Right. Because she was having sex with this guy in a really, ugh. Yeah. It's just like on the stairwell full of garbage. It's horrible. But she it seemed like she just did it so she can get whatever she was. Was she shooting it up or smoking it? Out smoking
1: it, but it was heroin. So okay. she's progressed in her drug of choice trying to block out the impulses that she has.
0: Yeah, she seemed really nonchalant, too. When the guy says something to her, she's like, eh, whatever, you're welcome.
1: Yeah, I'll call you. <laughs> No, not, not.
0: <laughs> I'm like, wow. Okay, then. But I mean, we don't know because they haven't explained like how serious all these urges are, and how intense. So, I mean, she's blocking it out by whatever means she has,
1: yes, right?
0: And then she's fighting with a cop. Next thing we know, <laughs> it's like, what just happened? And she's kind of laughing, wasn't she? Yeah. I'm like, what? Do not care. Or at that point, does she realize that, like, guns can't hurt her? Not really?
1: I don't think she really cares. Mm. If they shot and killed her, it'd put her out of her misery.
0: Okay. And we flash ahead to, I'm assuming, just a few hours later. Right. And, well, we have somebody else show up. Yeah, Jackson. (laughs) And uh, interestingly enough, he's known about her. For an extended period of time.
1: Yeah, since before the first flashback. Which, which makes is... me
0: wonder how he had that.
1: Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Because he has a picture of her as a young, much younger
0: child. like Right. Talking.
1: A two or three year old. Looked so, like
0: oh, do you think she was that young in the picture?
1: Maybe five.
0: Okay. I was like, I didn't think it was that far back. But, I mean, do you think it was her parents were working with him in the first place?
1: It's possible. Kind of witness protection Yeah, it could have been. But, of course, they kept making it sound like the ETU hasn't been around that long, but this proves otherwise. Or well, at maybe, least it may not be the ETU, but at least Jackson's been involved with this for a lot longer than...
0: That's exactly what I was going to say.
1: We realized. Mm-hmm.
0: So whatever unit he was with. Right. And maybe collecting all this data... They realize they need something specific. So, and next thing we know, she is part of the team, and I don't know. I'm glad we got the backstory, but I feel like it was kind of a jump from her talking to Jackson to all of a sudden, you know, flashing to where they were at that moment.
1: Yeah, back to the present day completely, right.
0: Because we didn't get anything in between. Right. And I just want to say with Reagan, like, she starts doing this weird head tilt, I can't talk, And I don't know if you've noticed it. It's not quite like when the dog tilts its head, but, like, I don't know, it's almost like a lizard-like thing that she does. Have you noticed that? Yeah. I don't like, I didn't notice it in the first episode. And it's now that she's come in contact with McCarthy, like, suddenly she starts doing that
1: more. Right.
0: I was kind of confused. Any thoughts on that?
1: I want to say it has to do with their hearing, and she's just trying to get it to where, you know, Move her head so she can pick it up more clearly. At least that's my thought on it.
0: Because it has been after that music, right? So maybe that like opened it up or something. Mm-hmm. Hmm. All right. Shall we go to Columbia?
1: Yeah. We.
0: Okay, that's a weird statement. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, ATU
1: is determined that hunters are involved in selling drugs and to finance the terrorism. So. Jackson is going to send the gang to investigate. (laughs) And it was really interesting that Flynn stood up for Briggs and having him come along.
0: Why do you think he did that? Or do you think he kind of didn't want to be alone with Reagan?
1: I think it's a little bit of both. I think he was aware that, yes, you're dealing with a drug cartel, so you need... Anybody that you could possibly get that has any military training, Mm -hmm. which Briggs has. And he's still not 100% completely comfortable with Reagan Reagan yet. I mean, he's getting there.
0: Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know. I can understand him being a little freaked out because he's still, you know, trying to find his wife. And, well, her people, even though it's not her people, you know, are the ones that took her. So I can understand him being... You know, a little leery. And especially after he's seen the way, you know, she tore that woman apart.
1: Yeah. And the fact that we still haven't gone back to his flashback and investigated that anymore because something happened to him while he was in the military.
0: Yes. Having to do with
1: the hunters. and Yeah, because they
0: they kind of keep alluding to it. Uh Uh-huh. Why does everybody know except us?
1: <laughs> Don't
0: you want the people watching to know what's going on?
1: Yeah. And all we got was that one little flashback and you really couldn't tell anything of what was going on except he was in a pit.
0: Right. And then oh, it was last episode. Somebody said, does he know what's going on? Because he has a mark
1: or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like,
0: what the hell are we talking about? <laughs> Somebody help
1: me. So they end up in the Colombian jungle and they meet a team of mercenaries that they're supposed to help them get into this uh, encampment.
0: Well, that didn't seem too horribly hard.
1: Uh, no, seeing that they just walked right in. That <laughs>
0: Well, I guess we should mention everybody was dead.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Not just dead.
1: Ripped apart.
0: Yeah, which was kind of gory, And again... You know, I'm, I'm watching this and Jason comes in and he goes, what the hell are you watching? He's like, is this one of the alien
1: movies? I'm like, no. It's getting a, a definitely more and more feel of alien.
0: Yeah. Alien <laughs> really or something like that because he just walks in and he sees bodies in a jungle. And he's like, what is going on? So it was strange because there's no explanation for anything. No. Even when they end up finding and realizing that there's a hunter there. And can I say, really, you're going to just the uh, the mercenaries are the ones that are killed. It's like you might as well just wear a red shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone who's not us is dying, I guess. That was pretty bad when they were supposed to be so good and and they were all gone in like five minutes yeah. <laughs> when it came to it.
1: Yep. But Reagan and Flynn do... Save one little girl whose mm-hmm. mother had been snagged by a shape-shifting, man-eating monster.
0: And, of course, the mercenaries laugh, you know, laugh and think,
1: oh, right. this girl's lying. Yeah. She doesn't know. Yeah. She's just making stuff up. But
0: little do they know.
1: Right. <laughs> they find out <laughs> real quick.
0: <laughs> but when they said it was shape-shifting, do you think it was? I mean, the hunters we know can look human
1: I yes. don't know how
0: exactly. Do you think this one, because it seemed to be look different, that it can shapeshift?
1: Just about has to. Yeah. If she saw, you know, something that appeared at first as a man and then turned into something else, then, yeah, apparently there's they've become a little more advanced out there in the jungles. Or maybe it's primitive. Right, or more primitive, yeah, it could be.
0: I guess it could be either way. I don't know. I don't know what's happening. I just know that the ETU was kind of ticked off at our, you know, our guys in the field, especially with the fact that Reagan finds this hunter. But, see, I thought it was hurt, but I couldn't quite tell.
1: Oh, yeah. There was no doubt that it was hurt.
0: Okay. I'm like, that's what I was thinking, but I'm like, maybe I'm wrong, because it didn't do anything. Like, it didn't even try to fight Reagan.
1: No. And I think I have a reasonable explanation for that.
0: Do you have your tinfoil hat on, Steve?
1: I've got my tinfoil hat on.
0: Oh, well.
1: I think that for Hunter was one of her parents. What? Yep.
0: Did you go through, like, the extra story stuff with sci-fi? Did nope. they hint at that?
1: Nope. I have not looked at any of the extra stuff.
0: Why do you think it's one of her parents?
1: Because of the simple fact that it did not attack her, even though, you know, yeah, it could have sensed that she was also a hunter, but she touched it, hmm. and the way she touched it made me feel like it was very familiar to her. Oh my gosh! I wonder if that had have to be a parent. Uh,
0: mind blown. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even think of that though. And now,
1: of course, we may never find out. That's true. I, say, I was gonna say, and do you think be they'll going come back around? Colombia. Uh, I was soon. gonna,
0: yeah. I, I was wondering if you think they're gonna kind of loop around to that
1: at all. Well, we could see that hunter make its way back to the states.
0: Okay. Well, I guess we'll have to just wait and see.
1: Yeah. Now, I did one other item out of this episode that fascinated me was they found after the attack. They found one human that was still alive and they blew her head and Flynn goes, if I wouldn't have joined ETU, would that have happened to me? I I forgot about that. You can count on it. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, you knew too much. You might have had to die.
1: Yeah. Where we get a similarity to dolls and Winona Earp where the government bombs a city <laughs> nukes a town if something gets out.
0: that's not. I didn't even think of that connection, too. Wow. Yeah. I'm telling you, sci-fi writers are getting together.
1: <laughs> they sure are.
0: So, yeah, basically, episode three took place in the jungle, so there wasn't a whole lot happening outside of what we just talked about.
1: Right, except but, that, you know, yeah. the team decides they're going to stay in the compound and hope that the hunters return and... They wanted backup, they didn't get it, so Jackson wants them out of there, and Flynn uses the old uh you're breaking up <laughs> trick
0: I thought this was a little bit with with him doing that a way of saying that, okay, I trust you that we do need to find this hunter that's here, right, and I trust you not that we can do this together Mm-hmm. so you know, I guess that's growing with the the team right
1: right. All right, so I think that's everything with episode three. Yep, moving on to episode four, Love and Violence. The ETU captures their greatest asset yet. Jackson makes a moral compromise to combat the hunter threat, and McCarthy shows the lengths he is willing to go to protect his kind.
0: Yeah. (laughs) So I'm just going to say it right off. I had a, oh, my God, what the hell moment.
1: Oh, yeah, there was a couple of them.
0: <laughs> so I was surprised. Uh, I don't know if we want to jump right in or if Good. we should. You take us first because I don't want to, to spoil my.
1: All right. Well, we see McCart- McCarthy go into a club and step right up to the mic and just start singing. And you go.
0: Om. Do you think that was really him? I mean, it sounded like him. Do you think he was really singing? I think so. That's crazy. I'm like, wait, that sound
1: like him.
0: Mm-hmm. Sorry, just random thought. Yeah, uh,
1: apparently he has enough talent to <laughs> sing some.
0: It was kind of a talk thing. so I guess.
1: Right, and of course while he's doing that, several ladies in the club get excited and he sees one that's got some tracks on her arms and that's the one he goes after. Yeah,
0: uh, kind of messed up, but
1: Well, he was able to determine which one was a drug addict, which would be an easy target.
0: Yeah. Now, again, a little confused. Why is he doing this? Is it because of the woman
1: that he's with? I am going to say yes. I believe the reason that they are attacking females and taking spinal fluid... Out is for the female hunters to help them along in their pregnancies. That's what I
0: was thinking, but I'm like, I wasn't sure and it seemed really weird. Right. So that's why I wanted your thoughts.
1: Yes. I mean, given what we saw in this episode, I think that's a pretty safe bet to say that is why they're doing this.
0: Okay. Okey dokey
1: because after we see the birth of one, I would imagine they would need quite a bit of spinal fluid to help repair the mother after the birth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was weird. Out the back.
0: Yeah. I mean, Literally. Uh, I, this is one of those moments I, I had that face, and I'm just like, what? Is,
1: yeah. What's <laughs> happening?
0: It was really hard to, Okay. I don't have kids. First of all, I know where kids come out with. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've seen all this. I've taken anatomy, yeah. anatomy physiology in school, you know, watched it several times. This was something that totally threw me.
1: Oh, yeah. Mostly
0: because everything I've ever seen about, obviously, human birth, which is different. You didn't get these sound effects. <laughs> like the entire back is breaking and it did it like broke open mhm it wasn't just like okay you have to have a c section right this is like your back split open bones broke and oh and then there's the baby and i mean how do you get the baby out if somebody wasn't there to take it out there's like no way right right okay so I'm not completely
1: crazy going, no, no, the mother would not be able to get the baby out.
0: I feel like, what is she going to do? Roll over and, you know, shake till the baby pop out? <laughs> it was just so strange. And I mean, I guess it is completely different too from any kind of alien movie where we see babies. Right. So you got me on this one, guys. Yeah. You totally got me on this yes. Cool. Yes. And I think the sound effects and kudos to the sound, sound engineers over there yeah. because wow. I'm sorry. Go ahead. You can keep going. I'm just like, ooh.
1: Right. But we do get Regan and Flynn on McCarthy's tail because they've narrowed down. Now that Flynn's figured out that the drugs are actually tied to the terrorist attacks, he's able to actually locate a potential place where they could find McCarthy. And sure enough, he's there or arrives there shortly afterwards. Because we, they go into the place and we see the woman chewing on something and then throwing <laughs> it up. And it's just like, I don't know which was more gross.
0: <laughs> I told you there was a lot of moments in this one.
1: Oh, yeah. The, but they are able to take him into custody.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Him and the girl. Yeah.
0: And they decide to... In- interrogate.
1: Right. And the normal interrogation does absolutely no good. Flynn tries to convince Jackson to let him in there. He's got his number and not even close. McCarthy's got his number.
0: Well, I mean, they tried talking. Right. They tried torture. Torture. (laughs) They tried. Well, it keeps kind of escalating. Yes, And interestingly... Interestingly enough, with Jackson. Yes. Is the one who is really iffy about the next. Um,
1: Taking it to the next level, yes. Yeah.
0: I'm like, yeah. Words. <laughs> <laughs> and it was about the treatment that they were using for Reagan. Right. But when they bring it in, it looks like a freaking torture device. <laughs> and that was nuts. Yeah. Because I don't understand how that was helping Reagan.
1: Well, they kept it at a very low decibel level so it wouldn't do harm. And with McCarthy, they were more willing to do harm to try to get information out of him. So mm-hmm. that's why they jacked the decibels up on him. It just seemed really strange.
0: Yeah, you have a lot here, actually. You, you've done your study. It's. <laughs> On Jackson, you want to talk a little bit
1: about that? Well, we do find out, you know, after everything is said and done, which it doesn't turn out well for anybody. That's true. McCarthy plays them like a fiddle. Uh, The mother, he does finally cut a deal to give up um, Flynn's wife and their adopted daughter, who happened to disappear during the episode as well. And, of course, McCarthy says, oh, yeah, I've got her. So he's going to make a deal to uh, tell Flynn where they are if he can go in and help his, I won't call her significant other, his uh, baby mama and the baby <laughs> uh, survive as they are starting to uh, have problems.
0: Well, he does say with this, he's like, let me hear them. And he's like, I, you need to let me go touch them because right. that ha- that's how they help heal. Now, do you think that was something that was true, or do you think he was just, like, trying to get in there?
1: I think he was just trying to get in there.
0: So if the woman was, because the woman dies before they let him in there? Right. If she was alive, you don't think he would have, that would have been true, though? No. okay. No. See, After seeing what
1: that baby did to that back, I think that's a given that they, the female dies after childbirth.
0: Well, if that's the case, then... That wouldn't have been Reagan's mom. Not really.
1: Ooh, you're right. Hmm. Yeah, but I don't
0: know how she was surviving through that anyway. It's like, oh, good,
1: good. Yeah. Hmm. You're right.
0: Imagine in the alien movies yeah. when the baby alien bursts out of the person's chest. huh. But it's kind of the baby's bursting out of the back, but the baby actually doesn't come out. He's just kind of hanging out in there. That's what this is, if you didn't actually see it. Yeah. (laughs) In which case, I'm sorry that you're listening to this, but it was really weird.
1: Yes, it was.
0: (sighs) Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. ahead.
1: Yeah, so (laughs) Flynn is racing to the location to try to find his wife. The baby mama dies as they're bringing McCarthy in. He says he's got to touch the baby, so they uncuff him.
0: See that he didn't have to have his hands uncuffed to touch the baby.
1: No, not at all.
0: That's where I'm like, are you serious?
1: And he makes sure the baby doesn't live. <laughs> that was messed up. Yes. Because
0: yeah. yeah, Reagan the whole time has been looking at the baby and doing the weird head tilt thing. Uh huh. And she, you know, was curious and asking questions. You know, will the baby grow skin? look human after a <laughs> while? Right. And then even Flint wasn't it Flynn that asked if that's what she looked like? And she was like, I don't know. Right. And it's interesting because they don't ever touch on that. And it did look a lot different than the other hunter.
1: Right. Yes, completely different.
0: So, yeah, it makes me wonder if it's kind of bred to somehow end up looking human. Very possible.
1: Very but
0: possible. creepy baby hunter ended up dying.
1: Yes. So they went from having... Absolutely everything they could ever want with McCarthy and a baby mama and a baby to Jess McCarthy.
0: <laughs> yeah. And he was going to fight, man. They took him down. They were, uh, they tased him. Yeah. They tased him, bro.
1: And of course, while Flynn's on his way, he gets a call saying that they found him just wandering the streets and he arrives at the location And he sees a deep freezer, and he doesn't want to look. I didn't want him to look. No, but he finally does, and it's Abby.
0: (sighs) I was so tight. Now, quick question before I go into that. Did it look like there was a coffin in there, too? Like, in that storage area? I thought so. Okay. I'm like, wait, is that a coffin? What is that? (laughs) I thought it was weird. But, yeah. I was like, why? Why? What's the point? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I just, ugh. I was really confused. Not because she was dead, because I honestly didn't think that they were going to have her alive. Right. But that they're just going to throw her in a freezer in a storage unit, which I'm still confused with that, too. And if it has power for the freezer, why don't you turn the light on in the storage unit?
1: Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Okay,
0: little things that bother me can't help it. But it, it just seems like okay.
1: You're gonna go find her. She's dead. Sorry. Yeah. So with Truss, we see him deal with Finnerman and losing McCarthy. Finnerman's gonna take him to a more secure location, which Jackson doesn't think is the right thing to do because they have more experience dealing with the hunters than anybody else. But
0: but then again, how much do we know about? her and what she's saying.
1: Right. We know nothing about her, and we know there's still a mole in ETU somewhere. What if it's her? Uh, It could be. Isn't
0: that everything's really weird? Yeah. Okay, sorry. I keep butting in what you Right. And
1: so we get the final scene where he's there in the room with the baby before it's been carted off, and the scripture that he says while he's standing over the the baby is definitely Church of Jesus Christ of the Later day Saints or Mormon. And we also get a couple other lines from him or McCarthy that you know, McCarthy says, give it the old Mormon try. So apparently McCarthy knows that he's Mormon. Mm-hmm. And then of course his long speech there at the end was out of the book of mormon okay and thirdly the when he says my faith teaches that the souls of little children who die are taken by god because they are too pure too lovely to live on earth and that's another mormon
0: i wonder if they're trying to make this not religious but like divide them because of religion even though he's in this government um program you know and and heading it up and basically doing whatever they have to do to kill the hunters if this is something that's somehow going to divide them because of his fate which i feel like it should have happened a long time ago right but why why do you think they brought it up so often
1: yeah i i think the only real reason is to show that jackson isn't going to go to a lot of different extremes I mean, he was bothered by even going as far as he had to go to get what he could out of McCarthy. Mm -hmm. And I think that's just trying to basically humanize him and kind of prove to us that, yeah, he's a good guy.
0: Okay. I was just wondering what your take on that was. Right. So anything else with episode four that was really a standout you, you feel everyone needs to remember?
1: Just the way Reagan reacted to the baby.
0: It did seem like she's never seen a baby before. Right. Almost. Right. I mean, obviously, baby Hunter, you know, she didn't know about right, or anything. But just the way she was kind of looking repeatedly and, and trying to get information, I felt like it was more that she'd almost never seen a baby.
1: Right. And she might not have.
0: I don't know. That seemed weird. Right. Maybe because I've just been exposed to, you know, so many of my friends and family have had babies, so it just seems weird that somebody may not have been exposed to one. Hmm. Anyway,
1: and of course we do get her question to Brig, I mean to Jackson about her soul, but basically,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and uh, so it <laughs> you can still see that Ray, Regan is trying to get a grasp on what she is. And how she's going to deal with that going forward.
0: All right. Well, I think, like I said, this has become more intriguing. I feel like it is going to, you know, open up more. I'm hoping. So I guess we just kind of have to wait and roll with it and see what happens with the next couple episodes.
1: Right. Because the preview definitely uh, gave you another, Huh? Right. Moment, so. right. Right. Right.
0: <laughs> Steve and I will, even if we're like throwing our hands up in the air, we will stick through this season. Oh yeah. And hope that you guys aren't like you're idiots, but <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna stick through the season. Hopefully, it's it's going to just keep building upon itself. So every little bit has been building. It it does seem a little slower than some of the other shows that we've watched. Yes. But that's not necessarily a bad thing.
1: No. So we'll roll not with it always. And see what happens. Yeah, not always. Right. And remember, it took a long time to figure out what the frick was going on with fringe.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! I didn't even think about that. Yes. I don't know. All right. So, everyone, please rate and review us on iTunes, on Google Play, on Podomatic. Where are we? We're everywhere. Just rate and review us. Good ratings and reviews help other fans of the show find us. Tell your friends. I hope you're enjoying our podcast. And of course, we want to hear from you. You can leave us messages on our email, of course, fangirlzonepodcast at gmail dot com. Or if you want to just head on over to fangirlzone dot com, we have a contact page. You can just click on it, and it'll take you to all our pages that we have. So you can always leave us messages there. We love talking about the shows. We want to hear your thoughts on it. And if there's something that we have missed, and you're like, you are obviously missing this bright beacon of light. <laughs> <laughs> right here, you know, let us know because sometimes, you know, other people who have watched it more than once or have read the book and then watched it, you know something that we're missing. Right. So share it with us. Please. Yeah. So remember fangirlzone.com. And you know, I have a shopping link over there for Amazon and for all these other places. Head on over and shop. Why not? I love Once Upon a Tea. I have way too many t-shirts. Maybe you want some, too. There's some awesome shirts out. Uh,
1: it won't cost you anything, and it will kick a few cents our way. Yes. It, yeah, it's totally free. To, or, well, not free to buy the shirts, but right. free to use the, the links.
0: Now, Steve is going to go through his 10-minute-long <laughs> list of where you can find him on the interwebs.
1: <laughs> All right. You can find me over at com doing... Witness Prophecies, a Slippy Hollow podcast. I'm also doing a triple cast with Corey on Sherlock Holmes. We're about to record our second of three episodes tonight, so go check that out. I'm doing a couple of Orphan Black podcasts, the CWord Word podcast that is about to be um, syndicated over on Hollow Nine, or you can check them out at cwordpodcast.com. I'm also doing a Felix's Helix's Orphan Black podcast over at southgatemediagroup.com. And we also do a Doctor Who podcast called The Pod Doctors that's on a very long hiatus until the next series comes next year. And I will also be doing Wayward Pines over on Hollow Nine.
0: I told you he had a long list. (laughs) My list is is kind of extensive, but not to that. And so I just, fangirlzone.com. There you go. So, for this episode of Sci-Fi Talk on the Fangirl Zone, episode 22, I am Sean S.
1: And I'm Steve.
0: And until next time.
1: Later.